0: Hey there, Teddy Roosevelt once said comparison is the thief of joy and I couldn't agree more. So today I want to talk about stopping the comparison game with you or your student if you're the parent, stopping that comparison game to other people. All too often in my work I hear teenagers compare themselves to others. Sometimes this is looking at hey GPA and class rank just updated it's the it's a new semester so what's your rank what's your GPA what test score did you get on XYZ test whether that be AP tests and by the way this uh, podcast is coming out right after AP scores have been released for the 2022 testing season And that is something that is happening a lot. I have seen a lot of posts, comments, shares and questions that are going back and forth of, hey, this is what my student got. What do we do? How does this work? Um, So the timing of this podcast is really pretty um, spot on. And what we want to talk about is how this impacts mental health, self-image, how students see themselves, how we see ourselves. Because as parents, I know that we certainly can get into that comparison game as well. So we want to dive into ways that students compare, why we don't want to do that, and then also how we can help encourage our students to stop that comparison game and to really be fulfilled in where they are and what they're doing. So stay tuned. For those of you that don't know me or are new to the podcast, I'm Courtney. I am the founder of Confused to College Ready, and I am super excited to have you join us. Um, For those of you that have been listening, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you continuing to listen and download our podcast. Please make sure that you have subscribed and um, that you are getting notifications when our podcast comes out or that you are um, that it is popping up on whatever listening app you use. We would absolutely love if you would leave us a review and then we will be um, sharing how you can find out more information. We have a Facebook group with lots of free details that are available for you. And then Um, We have a free guide on how to start or expand your college search at ConfusedToReady.com forward slash how to start. So let's get into this. Um, One of the things that happened in, it has happened multiple times during my career as a counselor, is the students coming in and uh, talking about, oh my gosh, my friends have this GPA my GPA isn't high enough, I'm never going to get into college, I'm going to fail, it's destined, all of these things are going to happen. Wow, that is just such powerful statements from them and they're heartbreaking statements. I don't want anyone to think that because of how they did at one in one area or on one test or one final grade that they got, that they're destined for failure. That is definitely not the case. So um, I really want to mental health as, um, as a mental health counselor um, for over eight years. I want to help make sure that our students are taken care of or that you as the student are taken care of and that you understand that it does not have to be this huge game and pressure um, situation where that's all that you're able to focus on is how I'm doing compared to these other people. We can help you with finding the right fit for schools. We can help you with all of those things. So let's talk about, I've got five different ways that we tend to hear about the comparison game for our students. Um, now, some of this is going to be related specific to the career and college search. I also know that um, self-image, body image, mental health, those also play a really big role, and a lot of the strategies that we're going to talk about for support can be used for all of those. Um, but today, the situations where we compare, I'm focusing in on that career and college um, information. So. Um, We've already talked about it, but test scores, GPA, class rank, those are huge ways where students every single semester, um, some schools maybe not as much, but at um, different high schools, I know that it happens every semester of every year once that final information is updated. Hey, where are my updates? Where do I rank? What was my GPA? Is it going to be high enough? What kind of scholarships am I going to be able to qualify for? based on my GPA and my rank as of right now so that's a really big way um, that students I know that they are comparing then um, we look at where are we applying to college so where are you applying you know I've applied to this many schools and I have on that um, where number a third way is where have I been accepted to So I got accepted to this many colleges and then this many were elite, this many were prestigious. This is how much financial aid award I'm receiving. Number four is where am I attending college? So, well, I'm going to this school um, or someone who wanted to get into a certain school and didn't and then how they're comparing themselves to that person who got in. And it doesn't, an acceptance or a rejection does not mean that it is a reflection on who that person is as a unique individual. It means that maybe they weren't a good fit for the college for what the college was looking for, that they had a certain number of spots that they needed to be able to fill. And once they had met that, um, that they, they didn't have any more room, but it's not a negative reflection of the student. Um, but that, again, that's another really big place where we hear a lot of those comparisons. Um, and it it just, it makes me so sad every single time. And then the other one, a fifth one is well-meaning advice. So a lot of times we have friends, we have family, we have other people who are saying, oh, you should look at this school or you would qualify to go to that school. There's a lot of different reasons and factors that go into making a decision about your application list and other things. Some of that can be mental health. Some of that can be family circumstances, work situations. Some of that might be how much you can afford to pay and are you willing to go into debt because of that. And I really encourage our families and students to just take what people are saying with a grain of salt. Um, You have to decide what's right for you. And so I know that some of this has been, you know, the the ways that we compare, it kind of has a negative feeling. So what I really want to do is talk about how we can support. And that's where I really want to spend more of our time. So when we are having conversations with our families, whether you're the student or the parent, listening and just being able to give the person um, our, our student being able to talk or as the parent allowing your student your teenager to be able to talk about the situation so there's sympathy is where um, and then empathy so we are letting the student be able to share what's happening. You know, I'm so sorry that this is going on, not necessarily trying to fix the situation for them, because we're going to have days and times where things are difficult. And that's going to help us how we deal with it helps us on the other end of things and how we're going to handle that specific situation and what we're going to do. So I think it is important for us to go through some of these things to face different challenges to be able to have times where maybe we're disappointed and things didn't go the way that we wanted to but when we look back on it later on down the road we think wow that makes a whole lot more sense and I certainly have had those situations in my life where I did not understand why something wasn't working out um and then looking back on it thought okay that's why and this is exactly where I'm supposed to be and exactly what I'm supposed to be doing um So listening, having that empathy, that sympathy, being able to say, I get it. I know that this is not an easy situation and I am sorry that you're going through this, but know that I'm here to support you or for the student saying, hey, you know, mom and dad, aunt, uncle, grandparent, support person. This is really not an easy situation and I'm so glad that you're here for me to support me. Um, The next one is, our second one is looking at praising our students' actions rather than their achievements. So, um, you know, when someone comes home, like for example, my son comes home and um, art is not necessarily his favorite subject, but he tried hard in class. I'm not, oh, that's such a beautiful In it, there are th- some of the things that he does that they truly are beautiful. But I'm not just going to say, good job, that's beautiful, you did great. I want to n- not focus just on the on the quality of the work that he did but the fact that he persevered that he continued trying no matter what it was or for a subject that it was some really tough stuff that he was working on. You know what, you didn't get an A and that's okay. You don't have to have an A on that you worked really hard and you gave your best effort. And that's what we want to see. And I'm so proud of the work that you put into this and how you did not give up. So that can be an example of praising actions, not necessarily what they did or how well they did. It's about the the continued effort and work ethic that they have in a particular situation. Um, another area or talking point for you all is making a choice about how you're going to handle comparison and suggestions from others. And many times people's suggestions are, Meant with incredibly good intentions that doesn't always mean that it's easy for us to take sometimes it's not with good intentions but most of the time it is and so having a conversation of okay if we go somewhere and maybe we're going to a family reunion and um, an aunt or grandparent or someone is known for giving their opinion on what someone should be doing, having kind of that standard. Okay. So here's what I want to talk about with that person. Um, or here's how I want to respond to that person in this situation. You know what? Thank you so much, Aunt Mary for sharing. Um, we'll look into that and then we'll, as a family, we'll be discussing our final list of schools or we'll be talking about what, um, what we decide as that, um, that list that we are going to consider. So thank you for your feedback and information. And we will take that into consideration as we make that list. So just kind of closing the conversation down, but still being able to be respectful in the situation, um, letting them know that you are going to take it into account and, um, And you don't even have to consider if it's not something that you're interested in. It doesn't mean that you have to spend a lot of time considering it. It could just be a quick, okay, thank you. And as a family, you know, that's not something that you're looking at. Um, Then identifying your students' strengths. So what are their positive traits, positive characteristics? What are the qualities that make them absolutely amazing. As the student, think about what it is that makes you a positive person. It's not just our GPA. It's not just our class rank. Who are you as a person? Are you considerate? Are you compassionate? Are you a good friend? Are you someone who would give anything to anyone that you want to be able to help others? Are you artistic, what are those qualities that you that define you as a person? And so being able to remember those things, identifying my strengths, not just that, you know what, I'm Courtney, and I have a 3.98 GPA that's unweighted. And I am, um, you know, got this test score, you're so much more than that. And those are the things that I really want you to remember. Um, self-care, this is such an important thing, not just in relation to the college search, but having the time to be able to relax, being able to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves, that we're not overscheduling, but that we also are managing and prioritizing our time These are such important pieces. These are things that we have talked about before on podcasts. I will continue to talk about them again with my history as a mental health therapist and the things that I see as a school counselor I am a huge, huge advocate for self-care, for being able to identify if you need professional help. And this is not coming from, I mean, disclaimer, and I've said it before, but I am no longer a mental health therapist. I am not giving professional advice on whether someone needs help or not. But if you are feeling depressed, if you're feeling anxious, if there are things that are going on that are impacting your mental health or your student's mental health, please seek professional help. You can go to your family care provider. You can search for different resources. We absolutely want to make sure that that's something that our students and families are exploring. Um, And then the final area or way to support is look at those areas of personal growth and then your different goals that you have set for yourself and defining what does it mean to me that I have done well. Does it mean, you know, if you're an athlete and you are wanting to, you know, maybe you run track and field and you're wanting to get a certain, um, time on the, whatever event you're running, that might be a personal goal that you've set for yourself, or it could be figuring out, you know what, I really do well with, um, with writing down what I need to do in a planner, but sometimes I let things, I procrastinate and I need to, and I end up having a lot of stuff that I have to focus on at the end. So I want to work on prioritizing for this next nine weeks or whatever it might be. So setting some of those goals, figuring out what are the areas for personal growth, how I can be successful And defining what that means, because that's different for every person. Not every one is the same and we're not intended to be that way. We are unique and there are so many amazing things that you can do. So I hope this has been helpful. Again, we want to listen, validate, have empathy as our first way to support. We want to praise our students' actions, not just accomplishments. Or as students, you want to really make sure that you are focusing on how, um, on the actions that you're taking rather than just how your achievement or your accomplishment. Number three, we want to make choices about how we're going to handle comparisons from others and then suggestions that they might have for us. Uh, number four, identify those strengths, different positive traits, characteristics, and qualities. Number five is self care. And number six is identifying some of those areas of personal growth and then being able to set our, own goals for ourselves and what those successes might look like so I hope that this has been helpful if it has please share please um, leave us a review I would absolutely love to connect with you all if there's a specific question that you have you are also welcome to email that to me and I would love to cover that as well thank you all so much take care bye-bye